So, you've all just finished your confrontation with Harvey, coming to the conclusion, slash belief, slash theory, that the William that is moving about this manner may not, in fact, be the right person. Armed with this knowledge, theory, you all went upstairs to confront him. Harvey leads the group of you kind of wordlessly upstairs. You kind of get this sense of uneasiness going on to the third floor. There definitely are things that don't make sense up here. It seems a lot more like Harvey hasn't come up this way because more of the bizarre architecture, the strange lighting, the nonsensical designs and decorations are up here. He leads you to these large French double doors, one painted brown over what seems to have been like pine paler wood. The other one painted white over what seems to have been darker wood. So neither of them match and both of them look off. This is really as far as I go when I'm looking for him. If he's deeper inside, how how sure are you all? Very. Let's go. <laughs> all right. So you'll enter the doors? I'll ask them first. Okay. Oh, uh, I need to remember to do this before we get too far in. Uh, you all had leveled up between the last episode and this one. Yeah. Um, and what did you all get to doing and picking? I'll start because I think I'm the simplest. Uh, as a monk, I get key strikes, mm-hmm. which means my unarmed attacks count as magical when you're considering sort of like resistances and stuff like that. Um, so if someone's got a resistance to non-magical damage, then I still sort of bypass that. Okay. Uh, and I also have heal self. So I think once before once each long rest, uh, I can heal myself for three times my monk level. Um, yeah, and I got a hit point advancement as normal. Cool. Enough got a really sucky level up bonus, so I didn't take it. I took the tough feat instead, mm-hmm. which gives you an extra two hit points per level, meaning that I've now got 38 hit points and could actually stand a stiff breeze. Nice. Um, I've got all my spell slots back, and I've rearranged my level three prepared spells a little bit. I've added fly and... Golders Tower and taken water breathing off for now. I've got myself a couple of extra HP, as is traditional, and I've had a chance to uh, gain a spell. I've got Core Lightning, which will be fun if we happen to be outside at any point. And I've rejigged some spells to be basically battle trees as opposed to wandering around nature trees. Uh, so I've got Ice Knife, Chime Person, and Bark Skin. Nice. That I've swapped out for other spells. And on top of that, uh, you went, I went ahead and gave you all the benefits of a long rest. So you are renewed. Woo. So with that, you are outside these doors. Harvey is very clearly uncomfortable. He doesn't want to open the doors. Well, that is why knocking was invented. All right. I'm going to open the doors. So inside is a large stretch of a barren room. It's all stone no protection, and at the very end of there's like an elaborate kind of, I guess, tabernacle. What's a tabernacle? It's like a large ornate cabinet seen in like churches, a place to display and um, have a like place of worship, basically. 
In this case, the area is a large chest of drawers with a few different scattered items, cups, candles. At the base of it, there is a large piano. And you see William just kind of sitting, facing away from all of you. Does it look like William as we've seen him so far? Uh, yes. You know, it's pretty unusual for us to turn up behind you. Does he respond? He does not. Okay. William! He's continuing to not respond. I'm going to cast Detect Magic. I'm going to draw a dart. Okay. I'm going to roll insight on the disposition of this awkward silence. All right. Fifteen. So, it definitely feels uncomfortable with how quiet everything is. Harvey looks incredibly uncomfortable to be here. Um, Latonk, you just draw a dart. And mm-hmm. Trace, I'm sorry, what, what is it that you did? What is... cast attack magic. Okay. Yeah, magic is pouring off of this area. It's like he- doused in divine magic. You barely have to cast a spell. Like It's almost like it's just wafting over you. Can't think of another word that's not wafting. It's pretty that there's a decent amount of that god magic about. Quite divine. Although creepy as fuck, you know. Is it like if you go in like a makeup shop and there's like a perfume aisle? Yeah. It's, it's and you walk into it and it's like, like, oh my that. god. <laughs> Alright, it's like walking past the body shop of divine magic. Got ya. See, I'd have gone with Lash, but... Gosh, creepy doll heads. Fun doll heads. Have you ever walked into a lush when there's no one else there? I've never yes. walked into a lush. You should do it and pick a quiet time. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll think about it. It's like a terrifying robot armor of people that are really happy to help. It's the village of the damned. The sooner they introduce like nervous shopper badges, the better. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Harvey, if you're not going to be able to help us with this, then you're probably best leaving us to it. Just, if you if you can, please don't kill him. We'll do our best. I don't want to, and to be fair, there's a certain amount of impermanence when it comes to you. Lord William. He doesn't respond. I'm going to hold my staff like, as long as possible and okay. just poke him slightly with it. Oh, he's way too far from you guys to do that. Well, I'm going to approach. Okay. Um, if you step in, Harvey's going to leave. That's fine. Oh, heck, this is the point of no return. The battle music started playing, hasn't it? <laughs> Alright, so Harvey kind of takes his leave, looking back sadly at you as the doors close. As the four of you approach, you hear William just... <sighs> you see him turn back towards you. His eyes are wide, manic, his face kind of... Passive before splitting into a smile. My friends, I knew you'd come. I knew you'd be here. You're a smart cookie, well. He stands and walks towards you, slowly. So, how's it going? The voices told me. They told me you would come. I had premonitions of this day. Well, you're usually pretty good at that stuff, so well done once again. I've seen far... Far into the future. I've seen events yet to unfold. That's impressive. I used to be able to see myself with them. I don't see that anymore. Not since I've met you. No? Sorry about that. You all mean to kill me. That's not our intention. But if you make us, we might have to. We would 
really rather not if it's all the same. How many yous are there, William? I am the only me that I know of. And the ones scattered far and wide across the plains? The ones that might know more than you? The fragments in your mind? They are not me. I am not them. No, I suppose that's true, but so are any of them about? No. Why don't you all make a perception check for me? I'm going to give myself some guidance before heading for that one. 14! Nice. 18. Nice. 18. Very nice. Um, As he steps closer, all of you, except Latonk, can see that he has bandaged his left hand heavily. Although, Latonk, you smell the blood. Making yourself a new one, are we? I know that I'm no match for the three of you. It's not a competition. We're just here to try and do what's best for everyone. Help everyone out, remember? It's kind of what we do. Your intent is noble. That's right, noble. What is it that brings you here? Compassion, generally. I just like helping people. And the people of this town are having a real rough time right now. Seems somebody organized some brigands to come and make some fuss around here. A lot of people have died. The town is partly on fire. And we've, at some point, somehow become guardians of this place. Like like you. So we're just trying to do what's best for everyone. Right? <laughs> yes. Help the masses. Help the followers. You come here hoping for answers that I do not yet have. And how are you hoping to find those answers? He shakes his head slowly. Were it a matter of simply looking... I would have done so. Our time is nearing its end. My time. You will ask how we fix this place. You will ask what we can do. But I do not have those answers for you. Why did you move the spring from the ground? I was compelled to. By whom? I don't know. Do you feel able to defy them and move it back? No. Did doing so coincide with the beginning of the decay of the town? No. No, this was long ago, before my brother had passed, before my family, before House Moor was more than words on cloth and an empty manor. Why do you come here? To serve the town. The salvation of this town does not sit here. What does sit here? The waters and its last remaining guardians. The waters were supposed to be the town's salvation. A gift to the town, for the benefit of all. They will be. Again. When? Once I've once I've solved what it is I, I cannot see. Some things can't be seen, shouldn't be seen. What do you intend to do, friends? I think we should get someone more au fait with the magic of the waters generally to come and sort this out for us. I can't let anyone in. I mean, you let us in? Come on, we're all friends here. You've not seen the waters. Well, let's just pop along there now, see? We can achieve all sorts of things. I can't let you there. I can't allow you, allow anyone. Come on, what's the worst that could happen? I'm not prepared to see the end of this mortal coil. Who keeps trying to convince you that's why we're here? I know it. I've seen this conversation. Okay, so you know what it is we want. You know how this goes. How does this conversation end? You ask me to step aside. To allow you 
to try to fix what I cannot. I ask you for time. You tell me that there is none. There is none left. I call for Benjamin, the scars guard. What's one of them, then? My remaining friends, my remaining loyal subjects of House Moor. In this future, you see, are there none that we just turn around and walk out of this room? No. Neff turns around and walks out. Wait, wait. I want to cast Charm Person on William. Okay. Uh, he needs to make a William, a William save? A wisdom save. <laughs> a custom William save. A custom William save uh, against DC 16. Alright. Um, much like spells before, he is openly non-resistant to it. So I got him? Yeah. Okay. William Nev, I need you to take us to the waters. My friend Trees, I cannot. I feel certain you should probably feel compelled at this point. I know that I, I can't. You can ask me many things, but I cannot do that. Uh, do I need to do a perception check to see if there's a clear way out of this room? That isn't where we just came through. Are you like? Are you asking if you can see the door to the waters? Yeah. Yeah. Or you you can't see it. Can I sense it? Yes. Does the tonk know where it? Right. Okay. The tonk is just gonna try and sneak past. Okay. There's no furniture, so. But he is charmed. Yeah. And speaking to someone else. <laughs> okay. Fifteen. Um, your sneaking is not successful. No. Is William gonna stop me? Yeah, I mean, he's he just, like, as you step, like, sidestep from the group, you feel his gaze just turn and concentrate on you. So you you know that you've been spotted. Are you going to continue okay. to try and sneak or yeah, no? I'm, I'm, I'm just going to keep moving towards the water door. Okay. <laughs> Can I roll insight or medicine or just something to determine whether he is genuinely thinking these things, or if there's an influence causing him to have delusions? Yes. What am I rolling? Um, go ahead and roll insight. 16. You definitely feel like he's doing this of his own will. Well, bang goes my mental wall up here. William, the voices that you hear, tell us more about them. They speak to me about the future, about things to come, things that could be. Or things that were. And are they fallible? They tell me of things that could be. They never speak in absolutes, merely in possibilities. Okay. Well, in all the futures where you don't fight us and you just stop holding the waters for yourself, is there not a single positive outcome? I've not seen any of that. And what are the negative ones? Many that end in my death, or both of our deaths. Stop thinking about yourself for a second here, William. What happens to the town? What happens to the people around here? How can I see that? I'm blocked by my own death, by my own demise. Enough's gonna look at his bleeding, stumpy finger. Uh-huh. Which demise, William? I've attempted to impart to you. I, I cannot see past my death. Everybody dies at some point, even furbogs, and we live bloody ages. It's just part of life, and you'll move on to whatever afterlife. I mean, there's plenty of them about, a lot of planes. You must have known, in all the times that you were resurrected, and all your exploring, eventually life has to end. That's just what happens. You may find it selfish, I'm sure, 
But that has not been my relationship with death. No, you've had certain opportunities that others haven't. But it always catches you in the end. Even gods die. Enough's going to take out the letter that sent for the bandits. Uh-huh. Was this you? His eyes dart over to it. There's no light of recognition, and he shakes his head. Any chance in any possible future you'll find out who it was? No. William, it's over. It... <sighs> I'm sorry. We're just going to have to go now. You don't have to try and stop us. You can help us. I must stop you. William, if the options are you try and stop us and die and therefore do not stop us, or you do not stop us, then pick the one where you live. In all the futures you've fathomed, surely you've seen that the only way you get to live is if you choose to live. You've been choosing to live for centuries. You've been choosing to live despite the obvious damage it's causing. Why, at this specific point, have you chosen instead to throw yourself on what is boiling down to being a very stupid point to make? It is what I am compelled to. It is what I am pushed towards. By what? Things more powerful, more compelling than you or I. What things? Where are these things? I'm granted voices, granted visions. I'm told what I must do. I've tried, my friends, to impart to you what it is I see. We speak in circles. Clearly. I'm going to cast Shillelagh. Has the tongue reached the door yet? No. A uh, long corridor. It is. It is very long. It's long on purpose. <laughs> if you cast Shillelagh, you're going to hear... Um, noise from behind you, uh, and combat will be entered. Well, all right. Everybody will roll initiative now. That would be a one. It'd be, it'd be a one for me as well if I wasn't a, a halfling. <laughs> nice. Thirteen for me. Fifteen for Doggo. I rolled a one, and because of my half, I re-rolled, and that's a critical. Sublime to the ridiculous. Latonk, you hear trees mutter and cast shillelagh, causing you to kind of t- turn and angle your head towards them. You also hear the drawing of weapons and the doors bursting open. Um, enough in trees from behind you, you see two tall, imposing suits of armor. I reckon I'm faster than that. Maybe. How high is the ceiling in here? It is quite tall. It is like 20 feet. You've got a good bit of clearance over you. And how tall are the uh, statues? Uh, the suits of armor are 12 feet tall. They, You recognize the one on the left as Benjamin. Benji, how could you do this to us? <laughs> she gave you crackers, little guy. Oh, uh, I want to talk to Benjamin. Benjamin! Uh, how was it going, love? Are you going to talk to Oh, shit. I forgot that you could do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Benjamin, you, you hear squeaking back. Um, Benjamin saying to you, you are going to hurt my friend. I have to stop you. I don't want to hurt your friend, love. He's not quite feeling himself right now. And it's causing a lot of people to die. We're just trying to help everyone. You You can't hurt him. We don't want to. Maybe you could help take us to the waters. No one has to get hurt. Roll to persuade. Twelve. You see the suit kind of falter a little bit and take a step back. 
the other one steps forward. Uh, Latonk, it is your turn. Uh, You're a good distance from the door, so you can sprint towards it if you'd like. I don't want to leave these two in combat. Um, okay, yeah, yeah, I will. I'll leg it to the door of the waters. Okay. You don't. You're about ten feet from the door when you end your turn. Uh, oh shit! You have the. Hang on. You're yeah, gonna be right at the door <laughs> when you end your turn. Hand out, stretch to the handle. Yes. Um, as you reach out for it, you suddenly see William materialize in front of you. You've regained your sight. No, he doesn't. <laughs> uh, yep. You feel <laughs> William materialize before you. My panted friend, I must ask you to stop. One of us needs to stop. As much as you want to stop me, I don't want you to stop me. And I'm not willing to let people die for my own agenda. I can fix this. I need time. How much time? I don't know. You don't know. You don't know who's talking to you. You don't know how to fix it. You don't know how much time you need. I wish there was a way around this. I really do. But whilst we're here talking and stalling and trying to figure out how to fix it, there are people out there dying. This needs to end now. He'll give like a kind of frustrated half sigh and then just push at you, Latonk, to push you back. You're surprised by the strength. Uh, make a opposing um, strength roll. Uh, Twelve. Okay. Yeah. You it, obviously you can't see William. But he did not strike you as somebody impressively powerful. But you were taken aback by the push that you receive. Okay. Uh, you take five foot step back. Um, it is Doggo's turn. In your immediate vicinity, there is the one suit of imposing armor that's about 10 feet behind you. The other, containing Benjamin, is 15 feet behind you. Uh, or you can go 40 feet towards um, Latonk and William. Zorgo's going to go for William. Okay. Does he have a speed of 40 feet? I don't know. You've never told me any of his stats. <laughs> that's Yes, that's correct. No, he does not. Uh, then I'm going to use a dash action to get there. Okay. And then do just sort of hide behind Latonk when he gets there. Doggo bravely backs up his good friend Latonk. Just leaning around his leg going... <laughs> then it is Tree's turn. Uh, how far to the door for me? Uh, 45 feet. Uh, could I get there if I flew using the spear? Yes, you'd fly would straight at the door. that count as my action? Yes, that would be your action. Could I cannon straight into William by flying into him as an action? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll allow that. Okay, any modifier on a d20? No. <laughs> Four. Okay, so pick high or low for me. High. So you, Trees, take up the spear, and rather than try and contend with the armors, you're going to fly straight at William. Um, you're not used to making it using a jump like this, so you kind of jump as high as you can and then use the spear to direct your flight. Unfortunately, your aim is off, and you barrel straight into Doggo and Latonk. Okay. Damn it. It wasn't even a crit fail. It, it was is. not. I tried to think what it would have been if I had crit failed. The tongue would be dead. <laughs> Perfectly executed tackle. Right to the tongue. Neck shattered. Uh, <laughs> the remaining armor 
kind of turns its turns back towards Benjamin and like slaps at it and then starts sprinting for you enough. It will charge and draw a blade as it's moving and try and attack you. It's an unwieldy blade and strike uh, enough you have your wits about you to duck kind of to the left out of the way, bringing us to, bringing us to the other armor. It approaches more cautiously. It's not actively engaged with you, but it is nearby. Benjamin, I could have set his head on fire from here if I had wanted to. I don't want this. I don't think even he wants this. You heard the conversation. We get past him no matter what. Please let it be the one your friend survives. Do you want persuasion for that? Yes, please. Uh, although you should bear in mind that the one that's fighting you right now is not Benjamin. 24. Okay. All right. Is that what you're going to do with the full of your turn? Just try and do a persuasion? I thought talking was free. It is. Mm-hmm. While Benjamin thinks about that, Enough is going to cast Fly on herself. Okay. She's going to try and knock the other suit of armor far enough away from herself to be able to get up with no disturbances as a huge pair of demon bat wings come spawning out of her back. That they do. That's badass. So what exactly are you going to do? Are you going to do like a flying tackle at this armor that's engaged with you? No, I'm literally just going to knock it out of the way as the wings grow out. Okay. I don't want to fight it. I just don't want to be stabbed. So as you cast the spell, the leathery, great black bat-like wings kind of emerge from your body. Your new appendage is smacking at the armor, pushing it back. Are you also going to charge the door? Uh, yep, I now have a flying speed of 60 feet. Okay. You can charge at the door, or at William, or... Door. Okay. So your intent is to knock into the door. Yeah. How sturdy does the door look? Very. Not Hans first, then. (laughs) Just imagining enough just stuck in the door. (laughs) (laughs) The saddest dart. I had my badass moment, and I just... I tanked it. I did not stick the landing. Roll for me a strength... Roll. And I'll give you, uh, go ahead and add a plus two on top of that for the flying as opposed to running. And that's with my normal minus one to strength. Fourteen. Huzzah. So you go feet first, flying towards the door and just kind of planting your feet, doing a basically a flying drop kick at the door. It stands up to it. Uh, you feel minor pain in your ankles as you land. I'll take it. Uh, did that persuasion have any effect on Benjamin? It did. You see him, you see, looking back, you're able to see the um, suit of armor that you re- recall as Benjamin just kind of pulling at the other armor, um, who is trying to run after the both of you. Uh, Latonk, it is your turn. You are, you've been knocked prone. Can you still move when you're not prone, just last? You can use a movement, yes, you can crawl, or you can use a movement action to get back up. I'm going to crawl to the door, try to open it. You're not going to be able to open it while lying prone. Yeah. Sorry about that. Can I have a move and then stand back up? Yes. Right, I'll do that. Okay. Uh, William will yank you from away from the door. Uh, making another opposing strength roll. Reroll that. You just have a general immunity to critical failure, huh? <laughs> yeah. 16. Alright. Um, he just barely... you pretty much match strength with him and he pulls at you and then kind of huffily gives up and instead just kind of curls in on himself um everybody 
make a dexterity saving throw. Is that reflex? Six. Thirteen. Fifteen. Okay. Enough and the Tonk are able to realize what's going on and kind of shield themselves a little bit. Trees, you're not sure what William is doing until it happens. A radiating burst of light magic um, erupts from William. Trees will take 11 damage. Oh no. Doggo's going to take 11 damage as well and be blasted backwards unconscious. Enough and Latonk are going to take 5. You also are not moved. Latonk and Enough are both still right by the door. Uh, Trees, you move back 5 feet. Doggo's turn, but Doggo is unconscious, so now it's Trees' turn. You've had my bloody dog. As a bonus action, I'm going to summon my um, Bear Spirit Totem. Okay. Uh, The Bear Spirit grants you and your allies uh, its might and endurance. Each creature of your choice in the air when the spirit appears gains temporary hit points equal to 5 plus your druid level. So that's 11 hit points each. Wow. In addition... You and your allies gain advantage on strength checks and strength saving throws while in the aura. And it lasts for a minute. So that's ten rounds. Yeah. I take it the suits of armor are suits well behind us now? Yes. I'm going to cast Ice Knife at level three. You create a shard of ice and fling it at one creature within range. It makes uh, make a ranged spell attack against the target. On hit, the target makes... 1d10 piercing damage, hit or miss, the shard then explodes and takes each creature within 5 feet to the point where the ice exploded must succeed on a dexterity save or take 2d6 cold damage. Because I've done it 2 levels higher, it's 4d6 cold damage. So Nice. Is that at William or at the door? Williams, how far is William from the door? Uh, he's... Like five feet from it. He's essentially right next to it. So that blast would hit him? Yeah. And no one else is within that range? Uh, no. Latonk and Enough are both within that range. Sorry, everyone. 22. Okay. Yeah, are you, you're flinging it at the door, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you don't really... Well, I guess I would still appreciate you rolling it. Yeah, the knife, the ice knife plants itself squarely in the door. Is Enough closer to the door than William? Yeah, just barely. Can I roll to use my wings as a shield? Uh, uh, yeah. Each target creature within five feet needs to make a dexterity saving throw. Yeah, Latonk got 25. Okay. You can make um, another one uh, enough to see if you can bring up your wings in time. Um, to shield William, yeah. Is that what you're trying to do? Ten. Yeah, I'm not trying to stop it hitting me. I'm trying to stop it hitting him. Okay. It is not going to... So you're going to take the full, Tonk doesn't take any, and William will also take full. So 14 points of cold explosion damage to the both of you. The Tonk, you duck quickly behind Enough's leg. You're welcome. How's that doll looking? Uh, It is battered heavily with a bunch of ice shards in it, but it's still standing. You hear the clank of metal fighting enough looking over your shoulder you can see suits of armor like wrestling each other as they try and push or pull away or towards the door respectively uh that will bring us to enough's turn enough's going to cast shatter on the door for 3d8 that's 12 on the door damn okay does it get any extra for it being a door 
There is a disadvantage for inorganics. Yeah, so why don't you roll the 3d8 again? 14. Okay. So your shatter spell will cause the door to just fall apart. The, the shards explode inside the door, causing the door to splinter heavily. The door crumbles, and behind it you see like a large cave-like room. Rather than the cobblestone, which you're standing on now, you see smooth, worn rock, along with just a large pool sitting in the center of it. It, it really does look like a room that has been ripped out of an actual cave. All of you are near the door, right? Yeah. Make a perception check, each of you. 15. 13. You all notice, Latonk, you just kind of have this general feeling that there's something off in this room. Treason enough. You do see, uh, catch sight of like a bone sculpture sitting nearby the pool. That's interesting decor. He's not going to engage in conversation with you. This is a silent treatment. Yes. William is upset. He's like he's he's speaking, but he's like babbling. Can I roll insight into what he's babbling? Sure. I'm gonna use guidance. Okay. Twenty one. He's just saying don't let them in over and over to himself. Can't um, let them in. Can I roll Arcana for what that pile of bones do? Sure. Nine You're not sure, but it does seem familiar. Is this the same as that bloody goblin and the shrine thing? Roll wisdom. I'm good at that. 26. Yep. You are good at it. It is, in fact, exactly the same. Smash the shit out of that shame. <laughs> are we still in combat order? Yeah, you are still in combat order. So, it is Latonk's turn. Um, Latonk is gonna charge at the pile of bones and uh, head smash them. Pan smash. The pan that saved the town. Pan smash, yeah. Alright. It's a, a fragile, inanimate structure. Latonk, once you are oriented correctly and re- and are told where it is, you quickly rush over and just barrel straight into it, pan first. Um, as if, you know, magic has happened, um, the whole room begins to glow bright white. Latonk has no reaction to that. <laughs> uh, you do, actually. You can feel, like, a pressure pushing you back. Um, everybody make a dexterity roll for me. Spotch. Dang, two of them. 17. Okay. Latonk, you plant your feet firmly, muttering to yourself about some magic shit going on, while uh, trees and enough, you're both blown backwards. Uh, the light can fades its shimmer, and the room is brightly lit. The water's kind of roaring where they were still before. The spring appears to be bubbling. Good bubbling. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there's light pouring out of it. Uh, William reacts heavily to this. What did you do? What have you done? We fixed it. You had a pile of bones in here, you silly Billy. (laughs) (laughs) The end of the series we all need. (laughs) Bones? (laughs) What, what, What do you mean? Have they magically disappeared? Or can Latonk pick one up and throw them? Um, Are you gonna throw him a bone? Yeah, Latonk can pick them up. Yeah, yeah. Latonk picks up a bone and lobs it at William. The bone just kind of—he sees you pick it up and throw something at him. It just kind of smacking him in the face. <laughs> what? What is? What is this magic? What have you done? Explain yourself, panned warrior. Okay. Um. Uh. 
How's your brother doing? What? Harvey. When was the last time you saw him? I, I know not. Are the Skarsgård and Benjamin still having a slap fight? <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm Latonk. Yes. The big one's trees. The other one that's not quite as big, but still big, is enough. Uh, right. You summoned us a few. Is it weeks? Yes. Why? Yeah. Why are you? Why are you reiterating our history to me? You seem confused. Yes. What? What have you done? What did you? What did you do? Where? Where in this series of events did you get lost, my lord? You've. The waters, they've, they haven't bubbled like this in years. Well, we got rid of the evil icon thing, shrine. I, I, I mean, that's your problem. Should have got a plumber in. I know not what you you speak of. What is this? Where... Wait, are you telling me you couldn't see the goblin totem made of bones that was sat right there? No. What, what are you speaking of? The bones. I just told you, repeatedly. Ugh. <sighs> The bonely tonk threw at your head. It was part of some sort of... Evil shrine. And I've seen a few of those. A shrine of bones. Yeah. Not really the sort of thing you'd associate with the pure and holy waters of life. Who... And you couldn't see it? No. Can you see it now? What's left? No. What hit you in the face just now? I... No, not... Can you just hand him one of the bones there, Latonk? Oh, do you, are you alright if I pop in there and grab that? Yeah, I'm, yeah. Okay, I'm just just popping. I'll grab the thing to show you, okay? Okay. If there's going to be no objections, I'm going to go grab some debris. Yeah. He's very uneasy about the whole process. You you are able to walk in easily, find a scrap of bone, pick it up, and bring it over to him and just kind of put it in his hand. He's looking down at it, but not seeing anything. Do you feel the weight of it in your hands, at least? Yes. Some evil has been at work in the the room for the waters of life. Something that somehow you've been cursed not to see? Can Enough try using remove curse now she's not trying to remove generic mental? Yeah. Uh, Do you want an arcana for... Please. ...efficiency? Ten. All right. You, You lay your hand again on him. And a little bit like before, you, there's a shimmer, and he just goes, <gasps> but nothing seems to have changed in him. Okay. Look, things seem to be working again. Perhaps we could fix this door up and go and have a little think about this. Yes. Or, wait, you couldn't see that. We can see that. I want to turn back into the room and do, like, a proper investigate now we know more about the situation. Okay. What are you looking for, in, and in which room? Uh, in the the room with the waters of life. Okay. I am also going to look for shenanigans. Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. Um, looking around, the f- the big thing that strikes you is that this room doesn't feel like it should exist, and might in and of itself be magical. Um, you're not sure how you would get in here. Um, there's obvious obvious signs of tampering. Um, where there are normal human-sized footfalls, you also are e- easily able to find goblin tracks. Goblins. Goblins in your sacred water building. Your sacred temple. Goblins. Have you had problems with them before? I, I believe so. I confess I cannot remember. Right. Let's get in there, I think. We might have a bigger problem on our hands. Have the voices stopped? No. 
Have they cheered up any? Considerably. Do you have a future now? Yes, my friend. Do you think you could ask Benjamin and the night fellow over there to stop fighting? Skarsgård, Benjamin, cease this at once. Maybe everyone could get in there and see if we can't deal with this goblin issue. Um, I'm not sure I should, Trees. I'll, I'll shoot from here. She's going to stare at you for a minute. Look at me. I'm part demon. Holy Can't. waters, tieflings, not going near it. Fair enough. You've always stuck me as lovely, but uh, all right. Okay, then. I love how she's saying that to someone with giant horns, like mirrored eyes. She doesn't judge. Big fuck off bat wings. She doesn't judge that shit. Yeah, you don't look remotely demonic, love. I'm sure it's just your okay. foundation. Good can look like whatever. There's no reason to judge. I need to heal Doggo. Yes. Uh, I'm going to make a medicine check. Okay. 28, nat 20. Nice. Doggo's breathing is quite weak, but you know exactly what to do and are able to quickly and efficiently stabilize Doggo. Before, after just a few minutes of TLC, um, you hear soft whine of pain, but he does nuzzle your hand. Oh, Doggo, my precious Doggo, I'm so sorry. What's Doggo's max HP? Doggo's max HP is 15. Okay, I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on Doggo. Okay. 14. Nice. Yep. You're able to lay your hands gently on the Doggo and cure him of his ails. That's actually going to bring him right back to where he was. I'm glad you're okay, Doggo. He nuzzles up against your leg and kind of sniffs around. I'm going to give him those good, good scritches. He enjoys these scritches. Tonk, what are you doing? Um, Tonk is going to do a perception check in the water's room to find goblins. Okay. Four. Nice. Nope. You don't think there are any goblins here. In fact, you kind of think it's impossible for goblins to get in here. Well, should we head back to the town? Would it be survival to try and follow tracks? Uh, yeah. Oh, I know someone who's good at survivaling. Me. <gasps> I also meant... Isn't Harvey supposed to be good at shenanigans? He is. Alright, I'm going to ask Benjamin to go get him. Alright. Um, while he's going off to get Harvey, William is just kind of walking around, like, just in pure awe. You see a genuine, like, look of wonderment on his face as he's looking up at the waters, which are now rushing heavily about. Do you remember when they stopped? Years and, well, a few years ago. And was that about the same time you... Lost Harvey? A little after, but yes. And do you remember what happened to him? How he died last time? He furrows his brow and just kind of stays silent as he thinks. You guys are able to see Harvey led in, like kind of cringing, but then dropping it into a look of wonderment as he looks around at you. What? What? What happened in here? We found a goblin shrine, and having broken it, we seem to have helped somewhat. But there are definitely goblins messing with your water of life, love. But there's none in here. So we're going to try and tra track them, if you wouldn't mind helping. Goblins, huh? I uh, I don't know why, but I have a, a creeping feeling about goblins. Yeah, I'm beginning to wonder if it wasn't them that killed you last time. It was. Get you out of the way. William nods. It, that, was, that was how my brother had fallen, slain by a goblin horde. It got you out the way, buried you down there, where there's an outflow for some water, protected by the crocodiles, the 
undead ones. It's all coming together now. Sounds like it's the series finale. Anyway, should we should we head off, see if we can find them? Do the clear up and epilogue stuff? Wait, what about the yeah. town? Is that still on fire? No, you sent Joseph to deal with it. Is it dealt with? Joseph, one man firefighter. <laughs> I mean, did the I don't know if the note for the okay you can go away now worked. <laughs> I think we'll have to wait for the epilogue. <laughs> yeah. Just I want everything to be okay. It's not too much to ask of it. You're <laughs> you are with Harvey and William right now. Do you want to wrap up or do you want to leave them be and go investigate the town? We should get in those goblins. Yeah. They've caused untold trouble. Okay. Fucking goblins. Well then, not quite done yet, huh? Let's go. All right. Um, digging around in this cave you are actually able to find a secondary entrance or exit where it leads you are not entirely sure will the tonk goes think... through all right will enough and trees follow with doggo uh, i'm gonna sort of peek around do a perception with guidance enough's going to sort of cautiously poke one of the newly grown wings in the general direction of holy water to see if anything catches fire it does not 23 all right uh, you trees do not notice or understand anything inherently dangerous this way. Seems alright down here. Enough doesn't like it, but follows. All right. So the path is long um, and dark. Harvey and William, along with Benjamin and Skarsgård, will follow all of you. The dark and just general damp feeling of the cave begins to overwhelm you as you walk for what feels like uh, an hour before finally coming open to a cliffside. Perplexingly, you guys are able to see that this cliff overlooks opposite side of the manor. In the distance, you can see the moor estate. You're overlooking the side of the beach with the sun now shining directly down over the town. So is this the original location for the waters of life then, before you move them? I suppose it must be. Uh confess i don't recall is this stretch of beach the one where enough saw the demon it is perception check what will the tank look to perceive any form of life other than the how many of us are there six of us whatever there is 12 you don't sense anything around you perception with guidance again 14 you also do not sense anything around you you're both fairly confident of this fact actually Okay, well, it doesn't look like there's anything here. Is there any way perhaps we could shut off this entrance to the water's life? Make sure it's protected in future? I think that's perhaps best. Skarsgård and Benjamin, if you would be so kind. The the two suits of armor like just began kind of walking around trying to assess what they need to do. Uh, Harvey and William turned to the three of you. I'm not certain how you've managed but the three of you have we are in a debt far greater than we could ever afford to repay it's not about repayment we're just trying to help everybody out really well i am these two bit more money motivated perhaps you understand that it's useful to have and then you can help people later as well as just oh why am i explaining this to you looking over the town mm-hmm can I do a perception to see if it looks like it's still being generally sieged? Yeah. <laughs> what? Twelve. Not nice. bad. That's amazing for me. I got above a t- I got above five. Yeah. Um, 
I haven't turned my eyes red in a while. Maybe there's something to the idea. You squint and concentrate real hard. You are able to tell that now the gators are working in tandem with the guards. And it seems, for the most part, that the forces inside have been repelled. The tents and riders outside the town have been gone. Uh, there's definitely still smoke and embers around, but it looks like the town is on its recovery. That seems positive. William, you the layout of your building here, mm-hmm. you recall that the waters used to be on the ground floor? Yes. Do you think perhaps you could put them back where they belong now? Well, I suppose that I could. You feel that it has contributed? Yes. Well, the earth itself is dead, so perhaps it could go some way to resurrecting them. It's good for bringing things back. I think perhaps you may be right. I will do so. It is done. So I guess we're walking the long way back then. Screw walking. i got wings. And they've got a spear. All right. They can tuck Doggo under one arm and the Tonk under the other. Lords more can perhaps fly with each other. They can. Okay. Well, with that, the four of you will gather up into respective parties to fly off this cliffside. Uh, I take it you guys will want to go back to the town. Mm-hmm. Okay. Flying over the town, you're able to spot a lot of your good friends. Amusingly enough, as you're flying over the town, you see Thomas carrying a large box on his back with Ariadne just kind of clinging to the side. Um, <laughs> you see her look up and see you and wave and you see like a tentacle snake out and just tap Thomas. <laughs> and wave. The both of them wave up at the four of you. Uh, continuing to fly over, you also see Joseph just kind of walking around, shaking people's hands. Um, amusingly, nobody's giving him the high five when he goes for it. Uh, as you're flying over, you also spot Mary just outside the house of the girl who would not leave her house. He seems to be trying to convince her to leave. Unsuccessfully. He's a little too preoccupied to uh, notice you guys flying over. We come to the center of the town where Gary's just kind of sitting dejectedly. Uh, There are a good number of crocs nearby, but he pays them no mind and they pay him no mind. Um, They are instead focused on Anna, who is merrily sitting with Trezy, who is lying on a gator as she's giving them pets and feeding them. Yeah, Reed would be at the guard area as well. He sees Gary, just kind of walks by, leaves him be. So, do we land at the peacock's feather? Yeah. I have an image that Thomas and Ariadne just got there in time for, like, the most god-awful... Can I date your tentacles? I mean, I do it. <laughs> She's more than just a t- tentacles, you know, love. She's a whole person. And yet, who goes all slimy whenever she sees them? Look, I, it's just a preference, all right? <clears throat> all right. Anyway, I might ask her if she wants to buy a dildo later. Once I've got a couple of drinks down me. Landing outside the peacock's feather, you, you see more than a few guardsmen like come over to just enthusiastically thank you. Uh, Gary, obviously not among them. But Ariadne, Anna, Thomas, Joseph, and Tracy all rush to you to rush around and just give you guys a big group hug. Hugs. Notably, as you were flying into town, the ground seems to have lost its black and dry hue. The dirt seems to have become a little more red, actually. That's with all the dead bandits. Yeah, probably. 
Um, although, yeah, most of the people are excited to see and hear from you. A lot of them instantly have to go back to moving the bodies and everything out. Um, it's not all necessarily good news. There's definitely still a bit of destruction damage and more than a few dead townspeople and guards about. But you do feel that you did your best to prevent this from being worse. Uh, Tracy's gonna come up to you guys. Hey, uh, so you really did it, didn't ya? Seems like it. What? What did? What did you do? I'm sorry, I got a little lost. Stop the war. Uh huh. We seem to have brought life back to the town. Yeah. Broken a few curses. Broken up some fights. Yeah, that's cool. Killed a few bandits. That's cool. You... Generally, hopefully, we protected everyone. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, you guys are, are neat. Ah, uh, do you want to keep staying at my hotel? For a while. I have a feeling after this I should probably get moving on, but... Uh, yeah, I'll stick around for a little while. Are you sure? Because we, we would really like for you guys to keep staying here. Well, I'll be having to go back. I could use a horse. She's just going to give him a look at trees. I mean, I would like an emergency horse, <laughs> rather than a general day-to-day -day horse. <laughs> I'm not just going to give you, I was going to say piggyback, but horseback rides up, up the manor daily. I was... I mean, if you want to hang out for a while, I guess I can stick about, try and help things. I've got a bit of a, a plan for what I'd like to do next anyway, once things have settled a bit. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Once, once things have settled... You know, then it'll be a good time to progress with the settlement of progression. Yeah. Absolutely, Jay. So, uh, what are you doing, man, buddy, pally, fella, <laughs> guy, <laughs> bro? I will stick around for a bit. Okay, yeah, that's cool. I heard you like breakfast. <laughs> I'll... <laughs> 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 yeah, I like food. Breakfast being one serving of it. Cool. That's cool. Yeah, we should make breakfast. Yeah, you should. Like, you want breakfast now? No. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. It's the afternoon. All right. Can you have breakfast in the Anna? Anna, can you have breakfast in the afternoon? You see Anna just wearily go, "Yes, yes, Trey. You can have breakfast whenever." Yeah. Yeah. See. So, uh, oh. That's an idea. Breakfast all the days. Every the days. Is it every the days? All of the days? Yeah, I'm thinking of packing up and leaving. Oh. Oh. Are you sure? We'd miss you, buddy. How about how about how about you know I'm sorry, I forgot your name. Tall, spiky. I feel like she doesn't like me. Enough, I think she's talking to you, love. Yes, I'm just gathering myself. Thank you. <laughs> Who's Captain Readabout? Uh, he's not. Not here. Ariadne manages to get Thomas to shuffle her box over towards you guys. Uh, what happened? I tell her. Oh, where where would the goblins have come from? Gobnos. Is that the name of the town? Gobnos? No, I, 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 I don't know. Oh. I, sorry. That's not your fault. I'm certainly curious about where they came from, where they went, hmm. where they might be now. Suffice to say that we seem to have stopped them doing whatever it was they were doing that was causing all the issues. Well, that's what's important. And the moors are still okay? I mean, 
we should probably check on them again in a few days. But it seems like William's a bit more himself. That's wonderful. I like to think that we did some good in the last few days. I think you did. You all have. I'm proud of all of you. Jesus, blushing dark blue. Thank you for the help, Ariadne. And that's just going to gesture to the crocodiles. I don't suppose I could convince you to stay for a celebratory dinner with us. <laughs> well, I suppose I could. Oh, a great little place to eat. She's going to wink at Trey. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> what? Great place to eat. Yeah, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Is a uh, uh, establishment of <laughs> food. Yeah. He's like, right on. He looks back to Anna, who nods encouragingly. Yeah. Uh, food for the heroes. Hero feast. Oh, I definitely wouldn't call us that. No, no, you're cool. You did. This, so, this guy punches. You know, that's what heroes do, right? It feels like the wrong sort of thing to call us. Ah, I think you guys are heroes. Hey, uh, Anna, uh, I've got a business idea. Hero feast, all you can eat, huh? Anna just shakes her head. Yeah, no, it'll be it'll be good. We get business. People will come in, you know, and then they'll remember. But they won't remember. They'll have such a good time that they won't remember that it was free this time and not free the next time. And Anna just keeps shaking her head. No, I think it's a good idea. What do you guys think? Good idea? Yeah. Uh, I think you should always listen to Anna about all business decisions yeah she is very very smart she is she is really smart really really smart yeah so you guys can eat free though right we can afford that no okay you guys can eat here very much appreciated i guess we'd better do some credits then I'm Becky Tootehill, and I can be found as Curiosity Epidemic on Twitter, SoundCloud, and YouTube. And if you wanted to see the character sheets for anybody that we're playing as, then they can be found on curiosityepidemic.wordpress.com. James didn't want to record any credits, but you can have these two. I am Jane Eris Magnet. I can be found on Twitter and YouTube as Maniac Janiac. I can be found on SoundCloud as Jane Eris Magnet, where I do a comedy podcast uh, talking about various bits of interesting media and music and stuff, games we've played, and lots of silly skits. Uh, that's Queer and Pleasant Strangers that I do with Laura Kate Dale. Also on StoneMonkeyRadio.blog, where I write reviews. And I can be found every Thursday, UK time, around 1930 hours uh, over on Twitch.com. TV slash Janiac, where I'll be playing something with the help of my sexy potato squad, my wonderful streaming community. Hi, this is Nick, uh, the dungeon master for the game, and you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and stream at the Nick Flair. And if you'd like to read some media analysis and self-reflections that I'm writing, uh, you can follow my blog at storieswithnick.blog. Thanks for listening. <laughs>